0: Blog Talk Radio <laughs> Welcome, everyone. This is Susan, Larison, and Dan, and I am delighted to welcome you to yet another episode of the Frontier Beyond Fear Blog Talk Radio Program. Today is Tuesday, March sixteenth, 2021, and today... I am speaking to you from my heart about discernment. Something that I have felt led to talk about because it's extremely important and has always been important. But we are too rapidly losing sight of it. And We need to find our way back. We all have this happen to us, and it does have to do with fear. This program started over 10 years ago on the topic of fear and how we lessen the impact of fear on how we choose to think believe and behave. My understanding and all of our understandings, all the different people who have participated in this program over the years, at times we have reflected on fear. And will it go away completely? Do we want it to go away completely? Does it serve a purpose to have fear in our world that has come up? many times without question touch a burning stove you would be hesitant to do that again I would call that wisdom if properly placed fear has been with us and is still with us and will be with us for quite some time Could we advance as a species to the point where we don't feel fear? That's possible. And I'm going to start using a term. I think rather than using consciousness, I feel awareness is a better term. It is broadly applicable to many belief systems And it's something I'm going to try to consciously use more and more, and it's really what I tend to like to think about more than the notion of consciousness, even though consciousness is important and is related to awareness. But here we're talking about the subtlety of terms. What is awareness? Awareness is a coming awake. Awareness is a desire, and it is very much related to discernment, the topic of this episode. I may do another one on awareness. Technically, almost every episode I do is on awareness. As I become more aware, we are all caught up in a growth experience. That is the human experience. The more that we are unaware, the more likely we're going to lose our ability to be discerning. And being discerning means that you simply assess with your spirit, with your logic. With everything you are, those things that you are told, those things that you come across, you don't even have to be told them. That is one way that people can use fear to their advantage and to your disadvantage. We are here on this planet to create really the most loving, empathic, honest, let's add that term very carefully and very deliberately, world possible. You cannot have a loving and empathic experience if it's a dishonest experience. If there is something that is not presenting actual truth. And you can't talk about the same things because to be empathic is to respect your fellow human beings. And if you respect your fellow human beings, you're honest with them. That doesn't mean that authenticity, which is a related concept, isn't a growth journey as well. I'm on my journey of authenticity with you right in this moment. I'm I have no preparation. I decided to do this program because of my own personal reflections. I'm not even bringing a reading this time, although I will bring more readings to future episodes. It's a wonderful way to to get going and and these are my own readings that I'm bringing to you. When I read something that inspires me or leads me to reflect, that leads me to be more discerning, that leads me to be more aware, I will share those things with you. This program has changed. For now, I'm making it very simple because it needs to be that way for me and maybe for you. We're not promoting anything here. There's no promotion. We're just talking about who we choose to be. I guess we're, report- we're promoting ourselves, each and every one of us. I'm promoting you, that I want you to be more fully you, those of you listening. When things feel out of sorts, when you know something doesn't feel right, you know it. You simply know it. You can feel it. That's your discernment. I believe on the, um, in the spiritual level of discernment. Now, you can be intentionally non spiritual. I may have listeners who are agnostics or atheists. And one thing I will say about being an agnostic or an atheist is pretty much everyone is an agnostic or an atheist with respect to some definition of God. And maybe you just haven't heard a definition that feels real to you that doesn't just feel real but demonstrates itself to be real. Because when you open yourself up to awareness, to wanting to know what's happening, show me the way, you don't have to ask another person to show show you the way. I'm not going to be the one who shows you the way teachers on blog, talk, radio, and podcasts all over creation. And it's amazing how podcasts have blossomed everywhere because when I started out, it wasn't like that. Although I'll tell you, I started because I helped someone else on a podcast. That was part of it. But it was early. It was early in the game, and it's not really a game. It was early in the unfolding of expressing authentic voices. That's what it means to be a podcaster. We do it imperfectly, and that's okay. We don't have to say. It wouldn't even be possible given the depth. Every one of you is very deep. I believe it. Even when you don't believe it, there are depths to you that maybe you've never seen yet. You can go deeper and deeper, and there's no way for me to convey my own depth, nor am I even attempting to do that. But I am giving you a glimpse of my own reflections and what I'm led to share with you. And I felt it very strongly today. I wasn't intending to have this program today, necessarily. I was thinking, well, maybe I'll try every Saturday at 2 p.m., I'm actually looking at doing some more regular talks with you. But then I thought, well, I could come on the air any day, 2 p.m., 1 p.m., or 1 p.m. Pacific, um, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Um, So we'll see how this unfolds. But when the time was coming about, I thought to myself, well, why not get on the air That's what podcasting is, but podcasting is more than just a term. Podcasting is an expression of you. You may choose to be interviewing people. Right now, I'm not, and I've done a lot of interviews. I have over 400 episodes, and many of them have interviews in them, and some of them I'm sure if you haven't seen the archive, you will find things that I'm sure you will find to be very enlightening and helpful. I've had some amazing conversations on this program. And even so, I've grown. I'm not wanting necessarily to represent only one form of spirituality, for example, and interviews tend to do that, and that, to me, is not what I'm about. Not to mention just in terms of time, it's working for me just to be here authentically. But when we talk about... The Frontier Beyond Fear, which has existed since this show beca- began, and I can't even quite remember how it came to me, but it really is about creating a better world. I mean, that, that's really what it's about. The way that you create a better world, a more empathic world, a more loving world, a less judgmental world, is by diminishing our fears so that we can be more authentically who we are and I do believe that when we go deep whether we believe it or not we do get in touch with the divine because I not only believe in something greater than what we all are and is what we all are I know there's more to this world than meets the eye because when you really open yourself to knowing, it'll be demonstrated to you. I mean, things will happen that are provable and not, not your imagination, just amazing synchronicities. And we may have another program about synchronicity, although that's come up in the past on this program. And even now, I have learned it's not just in one spiritual path. I have had people of multiple persuasions talk about just amazing coincidences that, that helped them or guided them or affirmed something that was important for them on their spiritual path. And, you know, sometimes these things, these affirmations can be very light and even make you laugh because they're just so perfect in the moment and so impossible I mean, that's what a synchronicity feels like. It feels impossible, and statistically, often, they're very close to impossible. And I speak to you from a scientific background. I was a technologist, and I still work to some degree within technology. I have a math degree, and I have a computer science degree from the birthplace of computer science a school that felt so lofty to me at the time. I didn't even think I could could manage it, and yet I did. I found it within myself. So I have this left brain part in myself, although I always brought the right brain to computer science too, and we need more of that. We're not going to talk too much about that today, but it's also a way of understanding our world a little better. We have assumptions like math and computer science are left brain pursuits not the career, and actually not really many aspects of the discipline. You have to be free-flowing. I had someone tell me once, someone I worked with, very wise person, that they used to have to go outside to have a mathematical proof come to them. It was an act of awareness. It was an act of awareness. It wasn't just some coldly clinical calculated act. And anyone who's done higher math knows how difficult it can be. I did not find it easy, and really most of my math was applied to go into computer science, but I had to do proofs too, and I, I sometimes don't even know how it all unfolded. And maybe I was becoming more aware at that time and somehow found my way. Our world is not stark. It flows. It all flows together. Every time you think you know a stark definition of something like even computer science. No, you probably don't. I can't tell you how many times I was looking for a problem in a piece of software that I didn't write and it was, you know, maybe 100,000 lines of code in one case, and it was like finding a needle in a haystack, and you could quiet your mind, and I wasn't even particularly spiritual, and lo and behold, there it was. How does that happen? I can't explain it, and yet it does. How do you think many of our major discoveries, the real paradigm shifters, have come about? some of the very scientists who came up with these theories that were often not accepted right at first. In fact, that is the history of science. Part of this is about science. What is science? That's not all it's about, but it is about. Science is not just, I tell you so, and that's it, and we're not going to explore anymore. In fact, that's the opposite of science. Every major discovery has been somebody going beyond I told you so. That's what true science is. That's what true discovery is. And there's really no difference between science and spirituality if we are looking at the nature of who we actually are. The two come together. And the quantum physicists see that. When quantum physics first showed up, a lot of people We're mystified by it. Einstein didn't like it. It's rather scary. It's spooky, is the word. Well, what is reality? We think we know it. The mechanistic worldview was an overreaction to oppression. Because the non-mechanistic worldview was too overbearing and didn't allow for any discovery whatsoever. You could be punished for discovering in those days by the church. So we over-responded, we overreacted. Now we need to bring the needle back to balance to the center scientists, and I know several, I know researchers, I know scientists, who are aware and are looking for truth. What is science? It's the pursuit of truth. What is history? It's the pursuit of understanding what actually happened. You know, they say history is written by the victors. History is written by whoever is writing it. How honest is that person? And we're going very deep as to understanding what happened. But even there, we need balance. We need open and honest and balanced researchers of every variety in every discipline. And yes, we need the male-female balance as well, wherever people find themselves on that scale. You know, I used to, one of the things I observed in computer science is, on a spiritual level, let's talk about this on a spiritual level, there's this notion of, you know, the feminine aspect of the divine and the male aspect of the divine, and it's a spectrum. And so we feel it inside of ourselves. And so sometimes if you're doing something very clinical, that may be very left brain, That may be labeled as male. Whereas if you're doing something soft, such as a user interface in computer science, designing something artistic using these left brain tools, that's combining your male and your female aspects. And even years and years ago, before anyone was talking about these concepts in so many ways that they're talked about now, I used to observe that some of the people who were really good for example at defining something that was usable not just that worked really fast or was really slick in some way but was usable. They had that balance, you could feel it. You could feel there was there was a it didn't you could feel the balance. And even those are labels and I'm kind of progressing on from the core topic here. But um, it's also about discernment. What feels right when you're looking at your world, when you're looking at yourself? What do you feel? Who are you? What are you looking for? When someone says something, does that feel quite, quite right? Are you led to go deeper? Do your homework. Many, many spiritual thinkers today are doing their homework. You go deeper. You don't just take something at face value and you make a choice based on your discernment. No one can make your choices for you. That's what fear does. Fear loves to make choices for you. Your own fears and the fears that are imposed upon you that, that are influencing your choices. You cannot make an authentic choice as you without discerning, without coming in touch with how you feel. And then when you know the direction you want to go, whatever that choice may be, it can be anything in life. It can be what you want to do. Maybe somebody's telling you you're supposed to go into some career, some profession, and you feel you're an artist. It can be any choice, maybe you're choosing um, with regards to a family, or if you're a parent, my goodness, how deep you need to go and how imperfect we can feel when we're parents. And I know some of you listening live today are, well, actually nowadays everybody's home. You know, I was one of the early work-at-home parents. I telecommuted very early on in the, in. That experience, I was one of the first telecommuters at my company where I worked at the time and And some people are discovering they love working from home. Other people are discovering they hate working from home. well, listen, listen to your voices and and I know everyone's discovering i'm sure just how their experiences with their family are going deeper, so maybe it'll be some combination or something new we come up with i know that i valued that time and and um and even you know even so in balance you know when my child was young um he was in preschool some of the time and those hours in school sure when he got older i got a lot of things done so it's a balance life is a balance what feels right are you discerning Are you listening to a voice that's telling you you should be this? I was extremely ambitious when I started out in my career, one of the only women in my profession, really. I mean, it was, and I was doing well. I mean, and yet I had to take it down a notch when I became a parent, and I was needed for several reasons. I needed to be home. And um, it changed me, but it didn't change me for the worse. In fact, it led me to other pursuits that may be of more impact. In fact, I'm sure they are um, certainly more deeply satisfying than anything I could have done in that other world, even though I kind of went back and forth into it. And I still have my day work now. I call it my day work. I do it pretty much any time of day, but um, we all have that, most of us. We have things that we do to keep the the roof over our heads, so to speak. But listen, listen to your inner voice. What is it telling you? Don't listen just to somebody else. Don't listen to the shoulds of, well, you're supposed to be fully engaged in this particular workplace or whatever, listen to you, listen to your voice, get in touch with your voice. That's the key. Because if you're not listening to your own discernment, you won't be living an authentic life, and then you may make choices, and we all do. Trust me. We all make choices where we realize We really weren't listening to our own voices. And we'll continue to do that probably as long as we live here and there because it's part of the human experience. Go deeper. Feel your way forward. What resonates? Another word, very important in spirituality. The truth be known, you cannot believe something unless you really believe it. So if something feels right to you and it's leading you down the path of whatever it is, you'll know if it's real to you. If it's real. I continue to explore. I take it deeper all the time. That's why I'm reading more and I'm passing on some of that reading to you. I feel... Voices from the past, though they lived in imperfect times, just as we do, have things to say to us. And sometimes, yes, I do just open a book to a random page, and I enjoy that experience. Maybe it's a poem. Maybe it's something I just wouldn't have expected I would want to read, and sometimes I don't want to read what's on the page, and that's fine. Follow tuition. Follow your inner compass. Do homework. You don't have to only follow that. Be led to things that will guide you. If you have an important decision to make, go deeper. Look. If something, if you you feel you do not have enough information to make a choice, or if you feel that you are being influenced unduly and in an inappropriate way, Listen to those warning signals and go deeper. That's what discernment is. Soon you'll find others, other voices that are also being brave, authentic, and discerning. All of us are imperfect. Are you doing your best? Or are you just asleep at the wheel letting something else drive for you and you don't even know where you're going? That's what you need to listen to. As imperfect of a process that it is, listen. That's what this program is about today. I thank you for being here live. Those of you who have been listening live, I really appreciate it. Um, I thank Blog Talk Radio for its support of this program that's been on Blog Talk Radio for so many years, and um, I just appreciate all of you who are listening. FrontierBeyondFear.com is the website for this program. I haven't quite updated it yet with the new series of programs, but that I will soon. There's a blog associated with the show. I blog every day. And I'm going to make an attempt to come in here about 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern when I do come in. It won't be every day. And I will aim to be here on Saturdays and then some bonus days when I can. So if you want to listen live, that's typically when I'm going to aim to come in here to speak. So follow the show, but I don't always give you a huge lead time as to when a show's going to start. But just listen in the archive. I welcome those of you. I'm in overtime now talking to those of you listening in the archive. I welcome you across time. Your energy is here with me as if live. I mean, after all, I'm live here with you, speaking to you, knowing because the live show is done that you're listening in the future. And I'll probably do a program about time soon to talk about that, about nonlinear time. And I know I remind you of this often and almost will every time because it's important. It's important to know that we're all here together. You could be listening to this program a 100 years from now and still be sitting here with me. That's the nature of time and of the human spirit and of how we reach out to one another authentically, authentically. That's what discernment is. It's authenticity. So, once again, thank you for being here. And keep an eye on the schedule, or if you subscribe again, it'll notify you pretty quickly before the program. But just keep an eye on things. And I look forward to having you here with me in the future. Take care, everyone. (music) ¶¶ loop <music>